Although, as we're running up the stairs to get to where we needed to be, we were surprised. By? We were just slapped right in the face with a floor penis. Figuratively speaking. <laughs> Hey y'all, it's Lauren and this is Daydree and this is Kitty Whispers. Welcome back. Episode five. <laughs> we uh, are so happy to have y'all here with us today. Yes. Spooky Halloween week. It is the spooky season. Getting ready to uh, get ready for all the things. Where are you going as for Halloween this year? I'm going to be poison ivy. Is that a play on the red hair? Yes. I try to <laughs> I try to always do something red hair. Red haired related costumes because obviously you can't hide your red hair. See I mean I guess I could with a wig, but I hate wigs, so I know, I feel the same way, but there's not as many badass blondes like uh sure super there is. No, I mean there's bad excuse me. You should go as Dolly Parton. There are plenty of badass blondes. I was thinking superheroes, Batman ish stuff. Yeah. But that's okay. There's not many redhead options, though. I've been, like, all of them. <laughs> Last year, I was Daphne from Scooby-Doo. Yeah, you were cute. You know which one I really want you to go as? I want you to go as, uh, what's her name from? Jessica Rabbit. Jessica Rabbit. Yeah, that would be cute. I want you to go as, I've always wanted to go as that, but I don't have red hair, so <laughs> <laughs> I'd really like for you to. Yeah, that would be a fun one maybe next year. I like it. How funny would it be to be, like, a pregnant Jessica Rabbit? I like it. <laughs> Like, I went as so a, hot and sexy, but like big old, but belly. pregnant. <laughs> when I was pregnant, I went as a. Uh, what did I go as? Well, one year I went as a pregnant Britney Spears. Oh, that's a good one. Uh, I've gone as a kitty cat. I think I don't know a pregnant yeah. mom cat, but I also had a baby. Anyway, that's weird. Um, so <laughs> <laughs> we are wanting to go through all the things. Do you have any type of updates? Any any thing happening there um not really i mean i've just been working and staying extremely busy we've been recording a lot which i enjoy um yes as far as love interest i don't really have i mean not nothing's really happening on the home front yeah had a date had a couple of dates with the same guy he's very nice i'm sure we'll see each other again but he's really young so i just don't know that anything's gonna come of it but yeah, um, you gotta be you know the young ones i feel like it's a uh, hit or miss right mm -hmm. but that's nice i like that he's i think nice. i make him nervous yes you either excite them or make them nervous yeah this one just seems very reserved than what i'm used to which is fine but I think I yeah. Even nervous. Young Buck hesitates to make the first move until I do. I, what is that? I don't know. But then you'll have the other but ones they that want are like you to. like they want yeah. Oh oh well. Once you once I once I give him green light, then it's he's white on rice. But if it's you yeah, know. I think if I was giving more of that off, but I think I'm still like in my cave hibernation. Yeah, hibernating. Like I still. Yeah, that's what's happening. Yeah, I have to. Uh, I do, do have to share a funny little story with you. Mm -hmm. um, I'm kind of going to go on topic with all the things, but um, we're going to have a little guest later. But you know, I haven't seen Young Buck in about a month now, almost. And it was we were we've been texting, which 
sometimes dad, you may want to skip forward, uh, <laughs> turns into sexting. Mm-hmm. And so. Which is always a good time. It's Yeah, I enjoy it thoroughly. Like yeah. it's entertaining. I may be sitting there eating anything like a bowl of pasta and texting this stuff, but I still like yeah. it. What's funny is the guy's always like, what are you wearing? And you got to like lie and say you're actually wearing something sexy. When in reality, I have sweatpants. I probably haven't showered. Fluffy robe. (laughs) It's never sexy. (laughs) Honestly, I've gotten to the point where I was like, I'm sitting in a a very large t-shirt right now. I know that's so, so sexy. They like big t-shirts and. It's yeah. generally all I'm wearing, so. Yeah, well, okay. And you think no, gonna... I mean, no, I mean, I got pants on. <laughs> I got pants. <laughs> panties. <laughs> granny panties. I got oh. my big t-shirt. My granny panties on. You know what? Uh, there was a reason why grandmas had seven to ten kids. Those moo-moos did not stop grandpas at all, so. Oh, God. You know, they didn't. Fertile myrtles. Fertile myrtles. And it would they did not have all the, the sexy. moo-moos. You don't have to have it. Uh-uh. And I'm. Never get understand lingerie either. See, I enjoy it. I really do. It's beautiful, and I get that, but it comes off quickly. So we need to come up with a way. Make note, lingerie designers, just put a zipper. There are some. In there are some. I don't even like the crotchless ones. I want there to be a closure. I literally have a zipper one that's in the crotch. Yeah. Where'd you get that one? I've never seen that. Fredericks of Hollywood, I think. Oh, well, that or makes some sense. other place. Yeah, no, I like to. Well, all the teddies I have, they I have to. I did not get it at Fredericks. I got it somewhere way skankier than that. But that's. I didn't know there was a skankier option. <laughs> Maybe you're just not shopping at the right place. I just, I just, I'm naive when it comes to a lot of that. Most of my, one of my teddies that I got, I got by accident. It just showed up from Victoria's Secret. They sent it to the wrong person, but it was cute. So I kept it. <laughs> You know what? That's a that's just a bonus. That's a I know. Bonus I was like, life. didn't order this, but it's cute. Okay. I haven't uh, bought it. I haven't bought one in a while. Like, I mean, these were for. I don't just buy them. They were for like when I was in relationships, special occasions, those kind of things. Yeah, but that's so. the thing is, like, you put it on and you're like, ooh, and then it's right <laughs> off on the floor, and it's like, what did I spend all that can money? We, can we have a playback callback to the ooh? <laughs> <laughs> okay, back to your sexting. I'm so glad you hollered that. Um, Did it pause? No, we're good. Okay. Uh, So anyway, so we were having this conversation. It's been almost a month since we've seen each other. And I commented on his gym selfie. I said that I liked it. And I I said, your arms looked real nice. And And then he said, oh, you'd like that. And I said, yes, it reminds me of what they look like. In certain positions mm-hmm. and then he said well hopefully you'll get to see them like that very soon and then i said our first almost not safe mm-hmm. so little ears turn them off uh, i said that makes that makes me wet oh god or moist Ew, i almost said moist earlier in the first report say that that makes my biscuit buttery <laughs> <laughs> Butter's my biscuit. <laughs> oh my god! I, I want to know. My pants just. <laughs> I want to know. Okay, just for you. But really, if you would have said that, that would be so funny. <laughs> I say things like that. That now. makes my biscuit buttery. Just for I you. I may just send that off right now and just see no. what I get back. You're ready to butter this. <laughs> <laughs> you 
don't say that ladies don't ever use that actually do it it's kind of funny i may use it on this other guy that i'm chatting with (laughs) oh yes no they they like it only because i want to know his response (laughs) okay we're gonna do that i think that's gonna be fun maybe ladies we're gonna come up with a or guys gentlemen you could partake too it may be a little weird but maybe we should come up with like a texting chain segment that says like text this to your significant other or whatever just to see their response yeah and share it with us i mean obviously you can keep it anonymous so this text that we want y'all to send is i'm ready for you to butter my biscuit (laughs) or does that make your biscuit buttery if you're a male you can you make my biscuit buttery any variation of buttery and biscuits. just I, we just want to know the responses that you get please send in your responses to hello because at- i'm i'm wanting to see some like one i hope it just continues with like play on word with using food yes but i was about to tell them where they should send this oh responses yes yes to hello at kitty whispers podcast.com or response drop in our dms yeah you can dm us we love a good dm a good one a great one anyway we a can't good wait dm to... and a good dm <laughs> <laughs> truly a buttery biscuit um anyway i did not text that now i wish i would have maybe he would have responded because he if did you not have consulted me that's what i would have told you and then you would have been like why did i even ask you <laughs> that's literally what you would have said you just said, why did I ask? No, what opinion? I would have said was, I already responded. Or I already said this, because that's just what <laughs> I do every mm-hmm. time. But uh, I did go ahead and say, I said that. And then he didn't respond, which I was, I wasn't even, it wasn't like I got mad because I know he's busy. And we, I, I was telling you the other day yeah. that I do that all the time. Like he'll mm-hmm. text me and I'll forget and responded a day later so sometimes these sexy conversations will be like a week's worth but it's truly just a it's p- like one sentence it's a paragraph, but a paragraph of sexting and then but in a week done over anyway so time. he didn't respond to a day later and so it killed the mood yeah dried it up dried you right up it was um, all of a sudden a uh, butter absorbed red lobster or no it was a popeye's uh, biscuit that's a great biscuit no it was a popeye's biscuit it's been a while since i've had one of real dry and salty they are they are salty biscuits so huh? salty anyway so that's what kind of biscuit it turned into from a red lobster to a popeyes and <laughs> i i texted him a gif of um jennifer aniston waving her arms back and forth and said never mind and he he just <laughs> disliked it which, that was his response <laughs> he disliked the gif, which is pretty damn funny actually it is funny Maybe I will respond with a buttery biscuit. I'll share mine first. How about I'll do yeah. that? Okay. We'll set the tone. Next week, you'll find out what his response is. Maybe. We'll see. But maybe we'll have some better ones from some listeners. Yeah, we're going to wait. Like we're, we want y'all to texture lover something about your buttery. <laughs> she did not like that. She didn't like the way I said lover. No. I could have said lover. Lover. That one's nice. <laughs> Lover. Lever. Liver. Lover. Sounded like you said liver. Don't text your liver. Don't text your liver. Anyway, um, some of this is funny though, because it's right on course with what we're gonna be talking about in our spooky season of all the ghosty, scary things. Yes. So y'all heard the story about how we met and became friends and on Mm -hmm. on, and during that year we went on a trip to the austin state capitol yeah and 
A couple of side notes. We're not sure if y'all have ever seen the floor at the Capitol, but I'm pretty sure Deidre and I were the only people in our class till we pointed it out to everyone else. Yeah, apparently we were the only perverts in the group because Shocking. we noticed There's no way we're the only, yeah. There's dicks on the floor. Yeah. You jog up the stairs to the second floor of the Texas Capitol. It's like a, it's like a, like it was literally sheet, like a penis. Like it was an under underbelly of a peepee, and it was like a mosh pit of like, like what snakes would be when they're mating. But it was like a bunch of them, penises, all over the floor, all over the floor in this grant, this colored granite design. And they're like telling us the history it's flesh of col colored. Even. Yeah, they were flesh colored. And they were telling us the history of like, oh, the architects of and I'm like, the architects were perverts, apparently, because they put a lot of peepees on the floor. All we have a floor. photo and we'll as share evidence it. and we will 100 percent put this because we want to know if you know the history to that. We want to know what is the history there there's got to be no history of that. The founding fathers were perverts. Just, yeah, a bunch of perverts in the government. That, well, that's what that's not shocking yeah we're that's not, not new behavior we were not surprised although as we're running up the stairs to get to where we needed to be we were surprised by we were just slapped right in the face with a floor penis figuratively speaking. <laughs> uh, we were slapped right <laughs> in the face with the floor penis. Uh, you know what the underbelly we would have the been underbelly like, of how yeah. do you know what that looks like we showed the picture to several of our guy friends. No, but and how do you know what the underbelly of the every female that has had one near them knows what that looks like? <laughs> Not me. Um, She's lying. <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> while we were yeah. there, aside from the well, boy, we had we had separate encounters of this ghost story that we're about to tell you, and Lauren's going to tell her encounter first, and then I'll tell you my encounter. <laughs> So we uh, we were there. We were seeing. I don't know if y'all ever seen Texas's head state trooper, but he is a fine specimen of a man. Literally, hats off to so you, sir. So sexy. Like next time there is a state trooper, I'm going back in January. Conference? And I cannot wait. I'm just gonna. <gasps> is he gonna be there? I, hopefully, he's still elected because I want him to be. Yeah, but don't you set that up? No, I just attend. I'm gonna. Um. I mean, wow. I'm a, I'm like in a, I'm if there's any straight troopers listening and y'all have a, a statewide conference, conference we want to hit me and Lauren up, drop in our DMs. We also. will straight up, we'll set up a Kitty Whispers booth. That'll butter our biscuit. Just to eat. We're open for a good time at the conference. <laughs> so you just let us know when that's happening. <laughs> Anyways. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> moving on um so while we were there and i did not miss him you did but i went a little bit before because i i was like you know i want to make sure i'm in my seat for when he comes and literally uh and we i went to the bathroom and i went to the furthest stall and all of this is relevant and I remember sitting down and I was started hearing like this woman like crying, like she was literally crying or, and I was, at first I was like, is she laughing? What is happening? But it was like a, <laughs> like, I mean, it was, and it was loud. I mean, I'm looking around, I'm really not seeing any shadow underneath the stall next to me, but it sounds like it's right there. I'm seeing the, the ceiling tile moved over to the side, all the things. 
And uh, I remember walking out and going and washing my hands. And I was like, there's like no one in here. But I also wasn't poking the, any doors open. I was like, I'm just going to give you some privacy because you apparently need it. And I went back to the, <laughs> I went back to the seat and uh, I remember like telling uh, one of our girlfriends that we were there with, I was like, there's this lady like crying in the bathroom, I think. And uh, she's like, really? And I was like, yeah, strange. And then after the fine specimen uh, head state trooper, mm -hmm. Deidre comes walking up and she shares with us. Yeah. So while he was speaking or I think he had just got done speaking, I don't know, but I, was very hungover because the night before we had all gone out for my birthday and she, it was a yeah. great time. She obviously. got saying on to on top of a piano. I did. And it was a lot of fun, Seriously. even though that is my nightmare. Um, oh, but she, in the pictures you look Well, I was terrified. laughing my rear off because. She looked like she was made for that. <laughs> she was a piano model. I'm just photogenic, Lauren. The women who you see lay on top of pianos. Deidre did the most beautiful That's rendition. Jessica Rabbit will be the perfect costume for me. Yes. Anyways, so yeah, we went out the night before. We were all pretty hungover. You know, we're in the middle of this meeting. I'm on the struggle bus. Now I'm driving the struggle bus. And I just, I had to go to the bathroom. Am I just limping along in the back? Yeah, Lauren's, Lauren's on the... Uh, should have been. Should have been on the handicapped bus because <laughs> poor thing had... A whole torn ACL on this trip Completely and nobody knew. out ACL and torn meniscus. And she and had I've, no idea. And toured the entire thing. But you thing. know what? She's got a high pain tolerance, so it's fun. Yeah. Anyway, so during this meeting, I'm like, I need a break. I need to go in the bathroom, whatever. Take a break from the speaking engagement we were at. But uh, so I get in the bathroom. I go to the mirror and I'm giving myself a pep talk like, pull your shit together. <laughs> got to get through the day. Let's just push through. And as I'm standing in the mirror, I notice the middle stall door is shut and I can see a shadowy figure through the crack and I hear crying and it's like a, <laughs> like, it's literally like a little, and I'm like, well, shit, now there's someone in here crying. So to avoid the awkward exchange, I just run into the furthest stall. And so while I'm peeing, I bend down. I do this all the time, really. I bent down to look and see what the shoes of this person looked like because I thought, I need to know who I'm dealing with here. <laughs> <laughs> Is it a young person? Is it an old person? Who's crying? Who's crying? Well, I didn't see feet and I was like, huh, that's weird. Maybe she's like fetal position crying on the toilet, like, you know, the dramatic cry. Mm. So I just like got done, got out, was washing my hands. I could still see that the door was closed. I could still hear the crying. But as I go to leave, I just tapped the door with my fingers just to see if I'm absolutely insane, if my hangover is playing tricks on me and the door opens and no one is in there. And so I was like, huh, I'm losing my mind. I literally think I'm so hungover that I'm hallucinating. <laughs> <laughs> so I like get back to the table and it's lunchtime and I'm telling the girls, I'm like, I think I'm so hungover today, you know, that I'm hallucinating because the craziest thing just happened to me in the bathroom. And I start to tell the story and Lauren looks at me like with this shocked look on her face, like, no shit. I heard the same thing. Yeah. Same bathroom. Same stall. Same stall. Same crying woman. There was like, she was like, 
this can't be real. Yeah, totally insert spooky music because we got goosebumps just thinking about it. And there are so many different things. Apparently, yeah. the Capitol is haunted. And yeah. so that's pretty cool as far as like in the state of Texas, um, you know, there's different spots, obviously all over really, but the Capitol has been known for being one of those places. And there's like the lady in the red dress, right? And yeah. then um, the fire, I think, is what the big where that came from so yeah i don't know all i know is we were in the basement of the stain capital the well, bathroom that, that we went to the hall was not lit very well it was literally like one light do you remember that yeah well and it's the old part of the Capitol. yeah so it was just it was just creepy in general but you know when you're like in the moment like, i don't know it was middle of the day so i'm like what could happen now if it was nighttime i probably wouldn't have gone down there and used the bathroom but right. i was like eh but no, I definitely yeah. remember that. I it remember was that. all just really creepy. And the creepiest, the other creepy part is like no one else said anything about experiencing that. Only she, Lauren and I experienced it and we were in there by ourselves. I did not go back to that bathroom. No, I didn't either. Yeah, when you told me that you pushed I don't know why we didn't go back to investigate. Together? Yeah. Probably because I was limping. <laughs> Probably. I think we just were like, oh shit, that's wild. And just moved on. <laughs> <laughs> and then later as we're thinking about it, we're like. That couldn't have been normal, but yeah, it was crazy and interesting, and that's our ghost story. Well, and that kind of leads us into other versions of yeah. ghosts in this world. Real ones that are actually walking the planet. So, we know Called that it, men and women. Women ghosts, too. And zombies. Yeah. There's different phases of ghosting, and we're going to kind of go through that before we get into our interview that we have later on but um so what is ghosting to you like like what young buck you know i don't consider a day or us being slow in communication because we're busy ghosting to me ghosting is when you send a question or something mm -hmm. and uh, an anticipation of some kind of response and it goes what's your what's your time frame that you consider ghosting i mean ghosting ghosting to me is like there's no response ever ever right but Wendy, when's the first initial thought of, is he ghosting me? Um, I guess it, it really, every scenario is different. So I guess it depends on the level of texting y'all had done prior. Right. So if the person was consistent in communication and then communication just cold turkey stops. Do you like want to know that? Yeah. Is, that's ghosting. Yeah. Do you want to know something that's funny? I got a, called a ghost today. Someone accused me of ghosting them on LinkedIn. I, uh, this person that I, salesperson that I've dealt with previously in my old job, like four years ago, not mm -hmm. really recently, when I started my own agency, I reached out and said, hey, I'd love to connect, kind of refresh any things that we're doing. And uh, I said, sure, maybe. Um, let me look at my calendar. And I have been very busy with work and momming and networking and you know you name it and uh anyway he said he had asked me if i wanted to go have coffee or lunch or something like the next day or the day after like it was real fast my week my weeks are planned they're filled pretty yeah. much so i just i guess i forgot to respond and then uh when i was on linkedin earlier i was building out my stuff he said uh are you ghosting me oh well and i was like really i don't know i mean maybe i guess i should respond unintentionally ghost. ghosting see and i believe that there's the intentional and then there's unintentional right and that's what i'm thinking like you know that's but what i do feel like 
regardless of intentional or unintentional, if you're legitimately just not responding to someone, you're not interested at all. Right. Well, when I saw that, I was like, oh, shit, I don't I don't mean a ghost. So I will definitely make the the yeah. you know, intentional response. So that to me but is But that not- was like a work situation in general. Right. And I think it's really easy to unintentionally ghost someone with work responses. Because I do that all the time. Well, I mean, for me, not like work, work, not client, but like yeah. uh, potential, you know, people solicit you for business or to make. Oh, you know, I, get custo- all the time. I yeah. do get customer emails all the time and I'll read it and think, oh, I need to respond to that. And then I get sidetracked and forget and then I'll pick it up later. But no, it definitely wor- works in all scenarios. Yes. I make lists for that and that helps. Yeah. But uh, and then zombieing is whenever you're having full blown conversation and then they just kind of disappear and then pop back up a few weeks yeah, later right there's always the zombies i have had most i've never i don't think i've ever been fully ghosted i get, have a lot of zombies i have some that could just pop in and out there is also the orbiting mm-hmm. which is when you know someone is i have a couple of those yeah they just don't ever do anything but then they like respond to your story or like your pictures and it's like what are you what? like you yeah. could literally be texting me and ha- or calling me or seeing like we could be not maybe not seeing me because i'm not interested at that point but like having some type of initial like initiative to have conversation and to meet up other than just liking it like it's lazy yeah so yeah the orbiting and following someone's social media page that can be very annoying and i And I recommend if you are experiencing that from someone like someone that you had a relationship with, they fell off the radar, but yet they're still following everything you do on social media, block, just block them. Remove them. There's no point. There's nothing. It's just driving you mad. Yeah. And there is no need to even like allow them to see what you're doing. And on the flip side, you shouldn't be looking either just because it's, it's peace of mind to have that removed. Yeah. I I feel like I do a pretty good job of like not looking if i do look it's probably because i've been drinking well, you're just trying to hurt your own feelings <laughs> if you do that i've done it i'm guilty but you're well, just, and like even you people telling like, me things yeah. even people telling me things i'm like don't tell me I that because then it like makes me think i should look and i don't want to look yeah. it's like eating leftovers of a bad meal you don't want to do that no just throw i mean them away yeah if it was a bad meal yeah but i love leftovers oh no that's why i said bad meal <laughs> very clear so there's ghosting and orbiting and zombieing and there's another one there's a fourth one um but we we basically combined orbiting with that fourth one well i feel like they all kind of birds of a feather so it's it's true i uh i had you know i kind of touch on it i'll tell a little bit later with our guest about the guy from my birthday who was just kind of a jerk and then i did have an ex that we were involved we were friends first for a while, which I think was the most frustrating thing. And, you know, he ghosted me pretty harshly on my 30th birthday mm-hmm. with no rhyme or reason. And I pretty much became instantly hated by everyone at that point in my life. Like, why are you doing this to her? For no reason, right? Yeah. Um, but then he always would pop back up and never even, it's been years since we've seen each other, like three, almost three and a half years at least and we still have not even and he still checks in which i mean i guess is fine if he but it's not like ever going to be a thing you know yeah for sure um which i guess is how mr rebound is for me yeah which is who we interviewed you probably like him a little bit more than i yeah i care about mr rebound 
So tell me a little bit about him. Who is he? So he is the person, the reason I, the reason I call him Mr. Rebound is because he is the first person that I was introduced to and kind of started a thing with after my very long-term ex-boyfriend. Um, my long-term ex-boyfriend, we were together for seven years. And then Mr. Rebound is the person that I met right after that. So obviously that's why he has his name, but we were introduced by um, mutual friends and we have talked on and off for six. But like, tell me a little bit more like feelings. Like, I mean, it's because y'all have had some pretty intimate, like close. Yeah. You are very close and yet it's never We are really oddly progressed. very close. Yeah. So like, that's what I was saying is, you know, o- over the past six years, it's been on and off, but I mean, we've developed a pretty strong friendship and connection and, you know, him and I, it's not just an intimate relationship. It's gotten to where, I mean. Well, I think that's why it's just ghosting and zombieing is frustrating to me because I think that there's a difference between friends when you know that you're busy and the other person's busy and mm-hmm. you know they'll circle back. But when it's somebody who you've been romantically involved with mm-hmm. and there's those feelings there and y'all are talking and you're like, oh, are we going to start talking even more? You know, uh, yeah. this is a thing. And with him, I know that that's never going to happen because he's always been this way. Um, He was pretty good at the beginning of the relationship, but uh, as far as communicating, because I think we were both kind of like excited about it. But then it's kind of like once we got to a phase where we were comfortable with each other, that's where he would kind of drop off. And yeah, it would be extremely frustrating because I was very crazy about him at one point. And then it just got to the point where, you know, it was the zombieing. Like he would just pop back in like he never left right. or never disappeared. And so it dries up your biscuit. A hundred percent. Gotcha. But yeah, we've always been drawn to each other. Our chemistry is really good. I get honestly, I get frustrated with myself because every time he does it, I tell myself like, not gonna entertain yeah. i'm not gonna entertain it and i always go back to entertaining it but it's because i care about him as a person it's not it's not about us or us being in a relationship it's just i care about him as a person if he is going through something of course i'm gonna be there for him that's just my nature for anyone i care about and regardless of if i've been hurt through the situation right. or not um and ultimately he is a great guy um and i know he cares about me and that's just, I just chalk it up to that, you know, like yeah. this is who he is and he's not going to be. Well, and that's kind of my situation. I, I used to care deeply about the guy that did that to me and, you know, it'd always be the same thing over and over again. And mm-hmm. it was very frustrating and it hurt a lot uh, because you open yourself up and you think maybe, and then you should know better. And then they just, but then at some point you have to recognize that that is just the way that that person is mm-hmm. and uh, it's not going to change. And you get to decide if that's the yeah. behavior you want to deal with, but I could see why he's a handsome guy and mm-hmm. he seemed intelligent to have a conversation with. And so yeah, I could he's not, see. he's not dumb. He's funny. I love someone with dry sense of humor. He is definitely that. And, but my frustration is everyone likes him. Mm-hmm. So y'all meet him and everyone's going to love him. You hear him on here, you're going to love him. But you have to understand there is a background that I have been hurt. And so it's a little frustrating when everybody loves him all the time. <laughs> but it's fine. 
No, I get it. He's a lovable person. Trust me. Everyone likes it. him. And then they, they don't understand, like, what's your problem with him? Blah, blah, blah. Because y'all haven't been hurt. No, I understand. Yeah, no, you understand. And I've explained everything to you. I'm not going to dive into everything here. But yeah, he was a good sport about everything. He came on. We interviewed Definitely him. Sport. Um, Sean thought we were kind of piling on him for a little bit little little passive aggressiveness <laughs> but i was like well yeah that's our relationship me and him are honestly always passive aggressive with each other so take it with a grain of salt that's just our relationship we just pick at each other in that way so but i think that if we're going to be real here mm -hmm. you're passive aggressive because you're not a naturally pa passive aggressive person no and i do I, it as a protection with him yeah i was going to say it's a defense mechanism like knowing you as well as i do and kind of seeing and going through this interview which i felt like i wasn't trying to pile i was trying to have be an interviewer <laughs> she was like coming at him I was not. It I wasn't was, bad. I was. I was I just was trying to ask me. like questions. I was trying to be Oprah. I didn't know all how to how to be. What my no, role was. I thought it was great. But, he thought it was great. He but I just him. was going to say, and seeing and knowing what I know, the inside scoop. You know, it is frustrating for you because you do have feelings, like real feelings. You've had real feelings for this person, so mm -hmm. I think that's where your passive aggressiveness. Well, and from. after the interview, and I know I probably shouldn't even say this because he will listen, but I felt drained. Afterwards, like Lauren and I were supposed to do more recording and I was like, I just feel like drained now. I can't because right. unfortunately, although I hide it and don't show that side, I do feel like there is still like feelings there for me and I do know nothing's ever going to come from it. So it's just frustrating because like we talked about it in episode two. Yeah, I have met so many great people rebound being one of them and it frustrates the crap out of me that it's like, what's wrong with us? Yeah, well, and I think that one of the key things that I picked up on was he said you were absolutely amazing. And uh, there's a there's a sentence in here that he says that whenever y'all listen, that you can kind of give your two cents if you see it or not. But it, I think that that's where the frustration comes from of like, if I'm so amazing and I am so great and anyone, anyone be lucky, like, why not me? Why mm -hmm. not now? Mm -hmm. You know, and uh yeah, I think the biggest takeaway from that is just realizing that you're, that's not your person, you yeah. know, unfortunately, if it was your person, it would be easy, right? Like it would no, be working. That's what I say all the time, even so. to him, him and I've had these conversations and I'm like, if we were each other's people, this wouldn't be so difficult. But I also right. think he's the one that makes it difficult. I'm like the easiest person. Like, let's just go with the flow. You're very easy to a point where when am i not easy please tell me i need to be enlightened <laughs> that's a different that's a different episode i'm sure for us to kind of give each other some am really... i not easy you you have for the most part yes but you have like expectations uh, very structured ones I know that's my personality though i know i'm not i I'm wish not i wasn't that way i'm not I've had this, I am like such a structured, this is how my life list maker needs to go. And I try not to be, I try not to like push that on people. <laughs> I love you. Every, yeah. I most people you, learn love to love still. it for me. <laughs> I love that. that for you. I love that. I just was 
making an observation, but I'm also not, I mean, I'm sure there's things about me that drive you. I don't want to say that drives me crazy because that's not the what I'm trying to say. The only thing that drives me crazy that you do, you ready for this? Mm-hmm. Anytime we're on the phone and Lauren starts to drink water <gasps> on the phone, y'all, this is what it sounds like. It's not the phone. <laughs> only thing you do that drives me insane <laughs> well i didn't know it bothered you because you laughed so now because every time i'm like lauren stop drinking water you know so i say that every time and you're i don't like, like when you, and you know what you do you go oh i was thirsty <laughs> <laughs> nope 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 oh that's all though <laughs> that's it yeah, I feel like the most the thing that bothers is like the popcorn while we're, while we're trying to. Record. I like popcorn. <laughs> I like water. Clearly, <laughs> I wish mine was healthier, like yours. Oh God, I'm sure we both put things in our mouth that are not the healthiest, but mm, that's, this is those, true. those aren't bad things. Well, so we hope you guys take a listen, Mister yeah. Rebound, all the things. Happy Halloween, y'all. Enjoy. Sorry, it's funny. So, Mr. Rebound, um, thank you so much for joining us today. Yeah. Can you tell me a little bit about, like, in your words, you and Deidre's history? Gosh. When did we meet? How long ago was it? So, we we met through mutual friends. So, uh, I was 28 or 7 or 8. I was 27. I was, yeah, and I think I was 18. Um, you were... <laughs> You were not 18. <laughs> no, it was, um, I had just went through like a breakup. Like I had a long-term relationship and mutual friends were like, Hey, you should really get to know this girl. Um, she showed up and I guess since then, uh, we talked like on and off for a long time. Gosh, it's what it's been five or six years. When is the last time I saw each other? <laughs> uh, it was. <laughs> it was. It was at the uh, Cambria Hotel. Yeah, uh, in downtown Dallas. Yeah, because he travel he travels for work, so he would stay there. Gotcha. Yeah, we had drinks and well, it's fun. Hung out. up. So, would you say she was kind of like miss like miss rebound for you too, since you had just gotten out of a long relationship initially? Like, kind of how it kicked off between the two of you, just. Kind of getting over those long relationships together. Yeah, I would I would probably say that. Like it was, I don't know. So I'll give a little background on me when I first. So I'm from Washington State. I'm back in Washington State now, and I live not like a small town, but it's a smaller town, like on the east side of Washington State. So when I first moved over to the work, um, and I lived in Dallas for seven years, and it was still like, yeah, on and off like seven years. Yeah. Okay. Like I would, and then um, like all the people that I worked with were not the same age. So they're like different parts in their life, right? They have kids, they're married. Um, and then the only thing that I could do was like, are we going to like bumble or tender or do something like that? Like, cause okay. And this might sound terrible, but it's like, how do you meet friends at a bar being a guy that doesn't come off in, in a weird situation? Like, oh, you seem cool, man. So do you. Let's hang out later. Like, 
you know, it's yeah. like, it, it's a different scenario. So I moved over there when I was 22, 23, something like that. And I'm 31 now. So it was, um, you know, six years of, I, I just didn't basically going on like random dates for a while. Um, and then the, the guy that I worked with was like, Hey, you should come and meet Deidre. And I was like, okay, let's do it. And then that's how it like kind of transition. Yeah. Well, that's no fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So <laughs> she kind of gave a little brief overview that you have a tendency, like you guys from as a friend perspective that you guys are, um, have great chemistry. Y'all have a great time when y'all are hanging out. Y'all talk, obviously y'all live in different States now, but whenever you did live in Dallas, I assume y'all saw each other more frequently, but that it never really progressed in the sense that. What is that head nod? No, I mean, it was just, we did, but it was like, I don't know. It, it was wasn't always me, there. it was him. Okay. So, but oh, it never like got to like y'all were never in a like a relationship status, right? Like, no. uh, we both had literally just gotten out of long relationships. Mine was very serious, and so yeah. I'm always grateful for him because he was my kind of distraction to get over my ex. Mm-hmm. Um, but we also we just have a good time together. So, why do you think? Like, so you said you really don't understand ghosting, but what about the term zombieing? Like, what do you think yeah. about? Do you know what that? I'm fine with that. Yeah. I watched The Walking Dead, so I, you know, <laughs> I get what, you. What would you say for your own personal, like, perspective? Like, you can pretend that she's not here. So, like, you're just talking to someone, you know, this great girl, all the things. She's just gassing me up over here. But it never really progressed. And what would you say your reason for that is? And like, what, uh, what, how does it make you feel when she said like y'all would connect and then you'd kind of disappear just to rise from the dead again? Yeah. So I think I've, I've told you this before, Deidre, like of like how I feel about that is like, um, like naturally I'm more of an introvert and I have to be an extrovert in the job that I do every day, right? Because I'm in sales. So I'm talking to people constantly. I'm on the phone doing all of that. And I am just like a terrible communicator. And that's been with like every person I've ever been with Mm -hmm. or or talked to. Like I've always been bad. And I don't know what it is, like just me being lazy or it's just like, I'm so wore out by the time I'm done with the day. Um, I, I don't, I don't know. It's like out of sight, out of mind is what I call it. Yeah. Where it's like, and especially when, when I moved to, uh, in to Washington state, like it was, well, you're 2,800 miles away. Like why? Yeah. But it was weird for me that you were here and we never like, progressive and then you move and you're immediately in a relationship yeah which is fine but i just don't think we ever had like a opportunity to like go there but i think it was because we were both still getting over exes it was just timing that's all it was well i don't i wouldn't even say that i i would say it was convenient because i was at a place where a girl lived in the same town i lived in dallas i know but you don't understand 10 minutes from each other Okay, so 
That was so convenient. But I think, are you talking about like up there in Washington? Yeah, so, like, so where, where, where I live, there. like I have a small like patch that yeah. I can choose from, right? And so it it's like, like making friends at the bar. So he said, so you met a chick and got a girlfriend, right? Yeah. And like that was. But you met was, her when you were in Dallas still. Yes. Yeah, 100%. So I don't, I don't. So, okay. So let me, let me push the question back on you guys. So, cause I think ghosting to me, and I'm just going to lay it out there. is like the easiest kind of perception that I could say is like, it's easier for guys to be like, why would I even respond to a text right now? Like it's the, it's the easy decision to make rather than being like, yeah, I just don't want to talk to you. Can you leave me alone? Like, cause that sounds like, you, you almost sound like a tool, right? Where it's like. I, I, yeah, that's what you, you were thinking. Well, no, I, I'm saying it's hard for you <laughs> to stay like interested in someone when you're that far away. And even when we were over in Dallas, it was like, you know, do I want this? Do I not want this? It was like my way of just being like, and, and it was never like, oh, I didn't like have feelings for you. That wasn't the question. But for me, not to respond was just easier than to respond because I didn't really know what to say. I'm just I was just like, yo, it's been fun. Like, I always enjoy hanging out with you. But I, I mean, I'm there's like, like uh, obviously something there because you still like come back, though. Right. Like yeah. you still kind of pop back up. And yeah. do, do you ever address it? Like I had a guy that was kind of the same. But do you when you pop back up? And no, this is not just he doesn't never. It. So it's just hey, how are you? He's like, like I hadn't talked to him in a while, and he's like, listen to the podcast. You want my notes? That's that's how he popped up. Like it's never. Hey, I know I completely stopped communicating with you and ignored you, but hey, you want my notes on your podcast? <laughs> like, Let me ask this though, Daydre. Whenever he would, you said he would just like kind of fell off the face. How many times did you reach out that he ignored? Like, when does it become like, I don't ever do. I'm not one of those girls that keeps. So you do it once. I'm twice. not crazy. Well, no, but I'm just like, for me, like being ghosted is, I mean, I'll than... address. So I'll, I'll usually say something. If he didn't respond, I would then address the fact that he didn't respond. And then that would just be kind of it. How did those kind of texts make you he feel? Ignores I know, but like on the receiving <laughs> he end. He doesn't care. Did you, do you guys not care when they get like what a. What do you guys think about that? I mean, yeah. girls do it too. Girls do it too. So I, we just want the male perspective of in that moment of, you know, you're blatantly ignoring a like maybe very awesome human being with red hair and an awesome name. Um, <laughs> well, and then like she texts you you don't respond like you just said for all the reasons and then maybe she texts you again and calls you out on like he won't acknowledge it yeah but i'm wanting to know from the male perspective like how does that how is it perceived yeah when you get those uh you just you look at it and you go okay i'll text her back at some point and that's just i mean that's I, that's from my perspective i'm not going to talk about like the whole male species as a as like a whole because it's like no, I feel like that's, screwed, that's screwed up to talk about any other dude that's not yourself. That's just how I looked at it. No, that's good. I, the reason why, so I have a really good guy friend named Sam, and we have a history. And we're, we were talking last night, and he was telling me about a new girl that he's seeing. Yeah. And I go, wait, what happened to the other girl that you were just seeing? And he goes, oh, 
I kind of ghosted her a little bit. And I'm like, what? And he's like, look, I give what I get. Like, I meet you on your level. And if it's just really not there, it's really not worth me, like, addressing. And he's spending like, and that's... Time, spending my time on that, right? Yeah. Yeah. And I think that for a female, like, I've done it, where it's like, I feel like I've already made it kind of clear that I'm not interested. And then if they continue, then at that point, I feel like that's, like, green light for me to be like, well, I'm not responding. I already told you. Right? Yeah. Yeah, no. I'm always the honest person, though. There's been, I mean, I don't ever like just go someone because I feel like actually guilty when I do that. Right. Well, and for some reason, and some girls are this way too. It's not my experience, but there are some men that won't stop. Like if you are not responsive to them, it's almost like they become more like text, 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 text. Yeah. Like it's, and I'm, there's girls I'm sure that do that too. And that's like, well, like, and that's suffocating. So generally that's when I'll follow that up with like, Hey, like, yeah, I just don't see this going anywhere. Right. But that's just, yeah, I, I'm one of those guys where I'm like, if I message you one time and you just don't respond, like it's, it's done. Like, yeah. okay. I give up. Well, then I think that it's really not quite fair to call him. But but Daydre, but Daydre is is a zombie. No, but you got to understand, like, yo, just in the last three days, you texted me nine times and I didn't respond. Oh. (laughs) First of all, we were having a full blown conversation. I get that. I get that. And you you stopped responding to the conversation and I was teasing you. So was like she over communicating? No, 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 no. I asked him, just let me know that you got the link and tell me why. I was like, he's ghosting us on the ghosting episode because he literally could. All you had to say was, "Yeah, I got it." I feel like it just sounds like male communication is different. Like it sounds like to him, he felt like he already answered you. He told you he's busy. I totally. I I already talked to you guys and said I was cool with doing this podcast. So, like for me, it was like. But that's a classic woman move of we already we go, hey, we're good. We we agree to everything. And then but you y'all want to keep going on. My experience with him, he's also said he'd show up for birthdays and stuff like that and then doesn't. So it's a little so bit of when, a fear. No, I'm I'm not saying I'm like completely innocent, but like I know, but that's why my experience with you is you'll say you'll do something and then you don't technically follow through. So my fear was I'm gonna set this up and he's not gonna show up. Never. We talked about it. I already agreed to it. But that's what she's saying. Like y'all had had conversations, I guess, about previous birthdays or engagements and then you win it. And so maybe that's where like he but he feels like he I get where yeah that he already said it. He y'all are in a different space and time. Right? I'm learning this. We learn something new every time. Yeah. And I'm not trying to like bombard. We're not trying to bombard you with like things. We just genuinely oh. want to know like. Well, and that's what I'm trying to, but I don't want to speak for like the, the whole population of the, the guys out there. There's like, well, this is why I ghost people. Cause I was literally, we were talking about it. Um, I was talking about it to my brother the other day and I was just like, cause he, he kind of does the same thing where it's just like, it's just easier not to respond than actually like, and, and it sounds terrible. And <laughs> like, Yeah. Like it's just easier not to respond sometimes because it's just like, well, is is there that much going on in, in this like 
our partnership or whatever it is to be like, oh, I just have to respond every time. Because I, I feel like that is like the most. I'm, I'm terrible with that. I've already said that in this, but like communication like that, like I'm I'm not good with that at all. Right. So it's like if someone texts me too much, I'm just like, you know, I can't. I can't. Get bombarded. Yeah. Like you just. And, and but it also isn't fair to you either. That's like just out of the blue messaging you, too. Like, I'm not saying this is a one sided like highway over here. Yeah. I think that like from the perspective that I've gotten from other guys, not ones that have done it, you know, but like they, it's easier, like you said, to avoid having the conversation and then to be direct where I feel like myself, Deidre, most women that I talk to were like, I'd rather him just tell me he doesn't like me go away yeah. rather than let make you like question everything of like, did I do something? What did I say something wrong? And yeah, the guy's just like, you know, so I got a question, you how often if, someone did that does the conversation really end there how often mm -hmm. does it go into hey but why or what could i have done better which are fair questions but i yeah. think that's what a lot of guys a lot of women too in these situations are trying to avoid that mm -hmm. awkward conversation on why didn't you text me back why didn't you call me back what's wrong with me when you're just in a different spot that, that's yeah that that's one of the things and and Deidre always called me out about it where she was like yo you're a ghost or you you did this and i was like because we we recently had that conversation literally yeah whenever so, i was and, about you coming on here yeah i mean you've been yeah. around for six years so i feel like we're past i mean we have a friendship at this point so i think that's where my frustration comes from is like we're friends i'm not just like someone you don't know like we know each other on a pretty high level and so that's where i'm like I get frustrated with you, but I think for me, it depends on like the degree of the relationship, right? Like I've just been out a couple of times. If we've been whatever I like, you'd like Deidre said, and I think this is maturity too. Maybe you send one, one text doesn't respond by the second one. You're like, okay, well, I'm not going to keep putting energy into something that isn't coming back. It's worth my time. Yeah. Right. But then I've had, like, I had a guy that I was dating and I mean, he was telling me like, he loved me. Like we were in a relationship and he would, go we had spent the entire weekend together he would leave i would completely like hug kiss goodbye would think that oh everything is great and then he would just completely disappear fall off of the face of the planet and that was maddening like that was the thing of like and then it'd pop back up and it'd be like are you kidding me like if you, if i'm someone of value that you want to have a relationship you know like six years y'all been doing this however long if you know that Deidre is someone that you value in your life, I think for me, it's a respect thing of being able to be like, look, I'm just, I'm busy right now. I'll catch you back rather than just like completely disappear and then pop back up. Right. Like that's what I would have preferred in that situation. But no, I think you're completely right. But I think the, here, here's one thing that I always think of is like, gosh, I'm trying to think of the song. I got options um, where it's like um, you, you're always, I, I think from a, a guy perspective, or at least from me, I, I won't speak for everyone else, but it's like, you're always an option. Is that what you're trying to say? That I'm always, no, 
Not not that I'm an option, but like there's so much out there where it's like sometimes you compare and it's not like degrading anyone who you're talking to. It's not like I'm degrading Deidre or anything like that, because I, I think she's an amazing woman, like 100 percent. And like anyone would be happy to be with Deidre, like they would be lucky. But my thing is like it's sometimes when you're in your like late 20s that you're like, well, what else is out there? Right. Or or what else is am I missing out on something? And, and I don't know if that like comes from I mean, the divorce rate in, in the U.S. is like 52 percent. Right. No, no, that's what I said. I think it's just timing. I think, I think there's, yeah, there's timing and everything that goes into that. So it's not like it's nothing against her because like we we honestly could hang out and not even have sex and still have a good time like a hundred percent that rarely happens yeah like not even you say rarely <laughs> it doesn't happen <laughs> but I'm, I'm saying like that's yeah that's, that's what i'm saying we have more than just an intimate relationship it's more of yeah. like a friendship at this point like yeah that's, like, that's my feeling on it and it's not like <laughs> I, I i don't think there's anything but like i mean i it's <laughs> It, the the fucked up thing to say is like humans weren't they're like we're not a creature that only mates with one person in our life right i think it's like the snow goose that is like the only of like five creatures that have one mate their whole life no nope, penguins yeah penguins. penguins are the same thing yeah oh there we go sloths thank you sean <laughs> <laughs> well and i think that um you brought up a really interesting point and there's a book and i can't remember what it is i'll look it up and put it in the notes but it was essentially like we receive as humans like a hundred times the amount of information that our ancestors and people a hundred years ago did like at any point in time yeah. we're we're learning about tragedy and news events and things that are happening on the other side of the world where maybe earthquakes and things were ha and tsunamis were happening a hundred years ago but the people working the farm down or downtown they didn't know that those things were occurring exactly. and and you brought up dating apps and like somebody can at any moment open up their phone and see potentially a hundred other people even if they don't even know that person may suck they may not be real they may whatever but like it always creates some i think perception of what else is out there without truly you know so i mean i get it and i think that's kind of like part of what's wrong with like just in general okay, this sounds terrible but like I, i'm i'm gonna switch the subject just for a second when I talk about dating apps in dallas it literally was like when i showed up i think i was looking for a little something more than just fucking and every girl i met up with was just like so we going back to your place i think it's what you put off though i mean you think because I wasn't putting that off, though, I don't think. I think some of that may be, like, girls mm -hmm. in general, just, like, depending on the age bracket. That well, because I assumed, yeah, I, I was looking right, for, too. at that time when you were in Dallas, I I'm was not comparing. I'm not comparing that to you. I'm I know that. that to, like, the dating but it just era. seemed like the girls you were talking to, that just seemed to be. Well, and that may, they, that may be them thinking that's what he wants or uh -huh. what they're so used yeah, to guys wanting. Right, yeah. right. So I want to hear the stories from like, why do you think that guys ghost girls? Because have you guys ever ghosted a dude? 
Yeah. I don't think I have. I think I'm always. What makes your guys' reasoning for that? I mean, if I'm just not, I mean, I've never ghosted anyone personally. I will straight up tell them like, hey, I'm just not. Yeah, I don't think that mine's like just straight up ghosting. I don't think that I've had a guy that I was like talking to or gone on a date with. And then when he messaged me, just didn't respond to something nice. Now, if he like was really like persistent and sending a lot of great, like just overkill then eventually like at some point something. i kind of back up and then i'm like um hey look i think you're a nice guy you're great it's just this mm-hmm. isn't for me i'm in a different space and time or yeah. i've even told guys like your communication was a little bit much like so soon like this was a lot i try to give constructive criticism i feel <laughs> like they need to know so they don't mess it up down the road like i'm not the one but you may not want to have this approach Cause it's not working. But then they get offended and then start like throwing. Yeah. And then at that point, then you don't have to respond cause you're off of the hook. Can right? we just like, answer the question? Why, why people, why guys goes girls to? No, but I feel like what we're saying no. is we address well, honestly, it. Honestly, I wouldn't say I've ever just been like, I've never just been ghost. I've never been like full blown ghosted. My experience is like with you, Clayton, where, damn it is like where you just kind of disappear and pop back up and disappear and pop back up. Like, they always come back. Has she ever sent you a crazy text about it? No. Okay. So here, here's the comment that you just made that sometimes <laughs> you don't want to give the criticism because they're just going to get upset about it. No, so, they'll, they'll right. usually lash out and say yeah, like, so we're getting, we're getting right back to the reason why guys ghost girls is because it's easier for me not to text you than to text you and be like, yo, I'm just really not feeling this thing. And then you'd be like, hey, you're a piece of shit. <laughs> so it's like you just you just answer the question. Well, it just depends on the girl. Like uh I've never like- been in a situation where the girl has actually been like, yo, I really appreciate you saying that. I was. You probably didn't say it in a nice tone. I had a guy that I was. This is another answer that we get right here from you. <laughs> you, you, kill, you kill us yourself over here. No, I'm not. Like if I tell a guy, hey, like you seem you seem nice. It's just not there for me. And then they want to pers- like continue the so conversations. Cheap. Then I, at that point, feel like I'm off the hook of responding at that point. And maybe they consider it ghosting. But I feel like I already made it pretty clear like nicely i'm not yeah hey so flip that situation would you be cool if that happened to you yeah so there was this guy that i was about what i kind of went on several dates with this guy like four dates in two weeks like we're like we would we made out like we were never like intimate but like like it was i can't wait to see you blah 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 and then i said he had spent i'm sure a lot of money on those dates because we did like things and so then i said well why don't you come over next time and i'll cook you dinner and we can hang out here he like texted me back and was like i think you're amazing you're really great honestly though if i did that like i don't i'm just not in a place where i could start a relationship i think we're in two different places and i don't want to give you the wrong like you're too good for me to give you the like i don't want to lead you on and i was like um okay well i get like that sucked but i was like thanks for letting me know and of course he popped back up like a year later and who how are you doing but i'm not interested at that point but 
I would have rather, I was glad that he told me because I didn't put any more energy into that guy or that situation. Like it sucked, but I was like, okay. Okay. There was one scenario where one guy texted me and said, Hey, like, I just don't see this going anywhere. Yeah. And I was just like, cool. Same. Like we're on the same page. I was, I was into him. I thought he was, I thought we should go on a few more dates. But at the same time, I was like, like my response was to just, be unbothered by it. So if uh, and the guess ghost, what, he came wait, back. Wait, ghosting. That. It sounds like we're all kind of okay with ghosting if you're not really into that person. It yeah, if that, it's that, the right relationship, right? Yeah, right. if it's right. Ghosting situation. only matters when you have feelings for the person. Well, okay. So I, I was actually officially ghosted the first time. I'm for I'm on my birthday week. Uh, there was this guy, I met him, we went out, we hung out several times. We were talking a lot, like having, he was like, what would my problem with him was so that he was like trying to dive as deep as possible and get to know me and like talking and sharing like deep things. that wasn't just surface level conversation. <laughs> we hooked up. What all- are you laughing at? Nothing. That sounds like the perfect relationship that y'all would go for right now. What? what that sounds like the perfect. I've listened to y'all go on and on about, you know, these guys not being serious. And that sounds like the guy who was trying to be serious. No, but here's. Here, Just it, wait. There's more. And then so we go. It's my birthday. We go. We have a big birthday lunch. All my friends are there. He's like texting me, like he texts me at 6 30 in the morning on my birthday. Happy birthday. Then he's like texting me throughout the day. How's it going? I sent him a selfie. He loved like hearted it. And then like later on the evening, my was dad it just like a face selfie, or did you send him kind of a little oh, I'm sure it was sexual? Like, no, it was not. It's like from it was what you're saying now. It was like, okay. Just want to make sure. No, it's just you know, selfie. I don't know. What do you want me to do? And so he, so I text him that he hearts it. We, he texted me later. My dad had come over and cooked the girls and I dinner. And he said, um, here was what was bullshit was that he was saying things when we'd hung out the day before my birthday and was like, uh, you know, if we're going to be in a relationship, if I, if like, this is going to go somewhere, like he was like pretty much telling me how he operates, what it's going to be all of these bullshit things, like not bad, like how he operates, right? Like he's just letting me know. And I mean, there were some red flags and I was like, okay, like we'll see. And then that evening he texts me, how's it going? Well, honestly, I'd have been having drinks. It was my birthday. I didn't feel like texting. And I said, um, she's very, when it's her birthday, (laughs) you do what she wants. (laughs) It's usually fun and you enjoy yourself. I always but all I said was she was a little bitchy. I was not. She was. I all I I was not bitchy. Just I was tell him what you said. said. What you said? I said, uh, it was something like it was great, da da. And then I said, I I actually don't feel like texting, but if you want to call me, like I like we this can chat. Yeah, it was. You fine. said I'm not really in the mood to text. You I can call if you'd like or something. <laughs> I feel like it was direct communication. I don't really see a problem with it. But and when it's a man that likes to tell you how the relationship's going to go and you're telling him you don't want to text. <laughs> he never responded. 
never i even sent him a, like a selfie which was a little bit more than what and then <laughs> and i sent that to him afterwards and then nothing disappeared never responded again and then i sent him a like a nice picture i even showed my girlfriends like that's a nice picture i'm there was no reason for him to not respond and then he literally just disappeared never responded again and so then i think that she told me i was being bitchy and so i texted him like the next day like i backed it down it was kind of like sorry i i was just tired from long day hope you're having a good day nothing and then i waited another day or two and then i got real pissed and then i texted him was like well i never thought i'd be ghosted by a grown-ass man so congratulations. And I said just something about him. Oh, I said, you know, you were so big on saying that you were. Oh, she said all the things. No, it was nice. And I said, you were a gentleman, like you're a gentleman and like all the things I said, you literally were the opposite of that. I was like, so you might want to take it off your bio. And then that was it. <laughs> but why avoid that? Like, what? but I literally like asked myself and went crazy. So like, did he respond to you after you said Why that? avoid it? Like that's No, he literally it. ghost mode. Like has never popped back up gone dead see and, okay so there's your reasoning right there where you said something we don't have to respond back and it's just like okay that's how you feel great i granted there's been situations that i i should have responded better to but it was just it didn't happen <laughs> mm -hmm. That doesn't mean I'm a fucking zombie or... Uh, You're 100% a zombie. No. Was it a lot... Like, if it wasn't Daedri, if some other woman did that to you, would it be too much? Um, I, Yeah, I would probably say yes. Just because, <laughs> like, I think Daedri is, like, from a personality standpoint, she's super cool when it comes to, like, jokes and stuff like that. Like, mm -hmm. she's always been, like, dope with that shit. But there's other girls that, obviously, my sarcasm doesn't, like, pass through very good. And they're like, oh, my gosh. I'm like, yeah, that's my bad. Sorry. But then you know that that's not the person for you. Yeah. Because you need to be somebody. Thick-skinned with this one. Okay. Okay. Well, we appreciate you coming on and sharing with us your perspective and the way that you feel about these things and a little bit of your side of the history between mm -hmm. you and Daydree. Just your input overall. You behaved, so that's good. I did. Well, I appreciate you guys for having me on here. It was fun. Absolutely. We'll have you on again for some future things. We'll talk to you very soon. <laughs> Right. Bye.